Welcome back to Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the fly pod himself, Cody. On today's episode, we're going to be doing an interview with an up-and-coming comedian named Kendra Crump, so stay tuned for that. Also, I'm going to be discussing a little bit about the NBA playoffs that's going on right now. And as always, two for Tuesdays, so let's dive in. Fifteen episodes. Fifteen episodes. Not of this podcast just yet. That's how many episodes it was for the show Mr. Bean. Where my 90s babies at? Do y'all remember that show Mr. Bean? The British the British sitcom of Mr. Bean who just like rarely talked if he ever did. I literally had just found out. That that whole time, because I know for a fact, I watched this show for years. And the fact that I found out it was only 15 episodes. Yes, credit is spread it out for like within like five years. But 15? I thought he made over a lot. I don't even know if I'm if I should be like surprised or mad that it only was 15 episodes. He didn't even have no lines. I get. I I guess it worked. The fact that in four more episodes from the one that you're listening to right now, I'm gonna have more episodes than Mr. Bean. With that being said, welcome back to Access Code Podcast. This is episode twelve, y'all. I'm really excited for today's episode. Later on, you're gonna hear an interview that I had with Miss Kendra Crump, an up and coming comedian out of Georgia and everything like that. But until that time. I'm still, I'm still shocked about this whole Mr. B thing. I'm sorry. I, the moment I'm recording this is the one I just kind of like found out in a way. But y'all, um, yeah, that kind of messed me up. Um, but here's another thing because this past weekend I recorded another great podcast with my wife and random convos from the couch because you already know the show. This is what you missed from last week's episode if you didn't listen. Haters want to hate, lovers want to love. I don't even want none of the above. I want to piss on you. Yes, I do want to pee on you. I want to pee on you. I don't know why I found these stories of people just like. Why you get the pastors? Why you get the pastors that just is is one is shitting, one is pissing. No, he, he, gonna be he was out. he was farting. He wasn't shitting. He was farting. Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel like he is sharted on somebody here and there. All right, y'all. So. Real quick, because also I mentioned I was going to talk a little bit about sports. And right now we are in the NBA playoffs. This right now is already showing up to be one of the most unique playoffs that I've seen in a while. And I only say this because for real, y'all, this is all new blood. This is the new people, the, the new guys coming up. And I'm like real proud of this because I'm ready to see some 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 new shit. Um, real quick, as I'm recording this, I'm gonna be so 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 mad if Dallas did not pull pull it off against the Clippers. So because I'm saying this because I didn't want to have to wait a few days to record this, I'm gonna just get this out the way now. Luca, Chris Steps, Przingis. Tim Hardaway Jr., all y'all, look, I need y'all to make it to the next round. 
Kawhi cool. I like Kawhi. He already got a ring. I like Paul George, but he left Oklahoma City. And I'm not going I'm not even mad at him for that. It, it had to happen. Playoff piece lackluster to me. But I haven't seen Dallas make it to the to the second round in quite quite some time. And since that the Lakers are eliminated from playoffs, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Dallas, the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Suns all make it to the next round. Because the Clippers are a team that in my mind that they were kind of expected to make it to the next round. Same thing with, you know, the Lakers. But nobody on a bingo card, even if it's NBA related, would have had the Jazz, the Mavs, the Nuggets, and the Suns all in the next round of the playoffs. So it's already excited for that. Um, so if Dallas did not pull it off in game seven, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm happy for y'all. And I think that Luca needs it to get his, you know, get everything ready for next year because I know he's gonna be a problem because now it's it's hidden. But I, Dallas, listen, you gotta do it. This is it. No fun in games. Um and this is so awkward because it's like, damn, I really don't know by the time I'm by the time I'm listening to this, I'm gonna know the result. And I'm either gonna be happy that what I'm saying right now, or I'm gonna be sad. But yeah, um, uh, yo, but shout out to everyone that's doing it. Devin Booker's like, look, I, I finally he needed that he needed Chris Paul. I'm happy he got Chris Paul. And I'm mad because, man, Oklahoma City could have used Devin Booker. I'm still mad about that. Yo, uh, Thunder, real quick. Um, Terry Stotts from Portland, he's no longer there. Um, you know, maybe y'all could talk to Brad Stevens. I don't know if he said anything racist. I know everything. Oh, I mean, I know the, the whole organization over there is just kind of wild and everything like that. But uh, but I heard some whole things like uh, for like, I don't know, for Portland, they, they had uh, Chauncey Billups as a as an option. Um, they had some other guys as, as options for coaches. Um, any one of them can come to Oklahoma City. Oh, Jawan Howard. I I want Jawan Howard to be the coach of Oklahoma City. That'll be a good good idea. But yeah, the playoffs right now is crazy. So um, I'll keep y'all updated of whenever I can to talk about it. One thing I did not mention on last week's show that I had uh, with my uh, my bro Oscar because since we had a long um, conversation, I didn't get a whole lot of things. So I want to get this out now. Shout out to Fire in Little Africa. That project, y'all, from these artists from Oklahoma, they're talented. Motown, big ups to y'all for, for, for putting this project on and everybody that's, that was on it. For real, they had bangers on that project. And, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm just proud of y'all. So um, I didn't get to go to the, the Black Wall Street um, you know, festival that they had last week. I did not have a chance to go. I'm upset because I, I feel like I should have went, but I just didn't. Um, I almost, I, I should have also went to Tulsa this past weekend because they had a Black Wall Street rodeo in Owasso, Oklahoma. Um, and my dad's down there, up there, as I should say. But at the same time, I didn't get to go to that one. Me and him got some other stuff we're going to be doing rodeo-wise. So we'll get that out the way and everything. But yeah, that shout out to y'all. Y'all put in a good project. Also, I may find another time maybe... In the next few weeks when I get more listens of it. But other albums that has dropped since then that I enjoyed. Lloyd Banks' new project. Dope. Love that project. Um, and then other artists that I like. You know, small artists like. You know, smaller to a lot of y'all that's not into Boom Bap. Planet Asia dropped some. I know uh, the Mussolini had dropped something. Um, 
Rome Streets had dropped another project with Ankle John. Y'all, check out all that stuff. But Fire in a Little Africa, I'm telling y'all, you will not be disappointed. With that being said, we can just go and get into it right now. I had a great conversation with up-and-coming comedian Kendra Crump uh, from Georgia. I appreciate the conversation. She reached out to me, um, wanted to you know, be on the pod. And I look, I'm telling y'all, it all takes is nothing but emails. I like to network with new people and get to meet people along the way when I do this podcast. And because I, I say about access for me, but I want to, you know, bring access to everyone else so you guys get to know who they are. Because one of these days, somebody gonna make it. You know what? I'm not gonna say somebody. Every one of y'all that's been on my pod is gonna be doing major things. And I, I, I everyone's shooting for the stars, and I'm proud of y'all. So until that time, before y'all make it big on me, or when we all make it big, you know, celebrating with each other, you can check out this interview that I had with Miss Kendra Crump. All right, everyone. I have Miss Kendra Crump with me. How are you? I'm out here living the dream, still not loving these hoes. How are you feeling today? <laughs> All right. So uh, first off, because, you know, I had to get some research to try to make sure I know a little bit about you. So, you know, when I ask mm-hmm. these questions, everything's all good. So first question is just going to be out the gate. Did the game ever answer your DMs? No, and I was actually in California not too long ago, like literally within the past was a new month. So within mm-hmm. the last month, I was out there. I tried to like hit his area where he lives now, uh-huh. but I didn't make it in time. Or you have to have like <laughs> seven days of, of you got to, this is how you actually can explore this, like certain parts of California. Right. You got to be there for seven days and you got to start off, start your day at 7 a.m. Okay. No later than 7 a.m. But not, not, he didn't respond back, but uh, I know he's a listener here. So, uh, JC on Terrell Taylor, you know what time it is, all right? <laughs> I DM'd you twice within a two year span. <laughs> Return my DMs back. Okay. I keep getting hauled at by, the, by, by these, um, the, the, these like new age rappers that mm-hmm. are like some test tube babies and they can't rap. Like I was leaving this pizza place earlier and uh-huh. I'm walking past and somebody was out the car saying something. So I turned around, you know, I didn't know who it was for. I was like, right. I know you. And then the other guy was like, hey, what's up? You so beautiful. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, you so not. But you know, I gave him my IG. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about trying to take you out. See, this is where guys go wrong. Right. Get to know where the person is from first and then see about taking them out. I said, well, I don't live here. I'm sorry. He's like, okay, well, you know, we can exchange numbers. Skirt, we can exchange IGs, okay? <laughs> Let me see what type of person are you. Are you out there drinking lean? Are you, you shooting up guns and stuff like that? No, thank you. Okay. Okay, that's all I, say about that. I got you. I got you. All right. So with the research being done, um, I saw you were from uh, Fayetteville, Georgia. Um. Okay. So little backstory about that. Okay. Little backstory okay. about that. So the first ten years of my life, I was in Fairburn. Okay. Okay. I grew up. So I think. Let me ask you something, because because I just just so we can be on the same page, and just so I can know. Uh-huh. Let me ask you, when, how how many years do you have to live somewhere for you to say, I am from that place? That's a good question. Now, for me, born and raised in Oklahoma City, still here. I feel like as you get older, I feel like you would have to be somewhere a good dec- 10 years or more. I think. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So Fairburn 
originally, I guess, originally from Fairburn, but I said Fayetteville because that was the county, Fayette County. So oh, I'm going to okay. tell you also, I'm going to give you a little bit deeper. And y'all can probably guess which house it is. You just probably got a knock on the door. Hey, did Kendrick Crump live here like <laughs> back in the, like the early 2000s? So this is what you do. Um, I live directly across real ATLians. We say Evander Holyfield's house, or I say Rick Ross got that home now. So okay. I lived directly across. So big money. All right. I started off at Rich's and I'm still at Rags. Okay. That's okay. why I'm jumping on these podcasts so I can like get out of here and get a chinchilla <laughs> fur coat and, and, and be, you know, have somebody feed me grapes. Anybody out there want to be my personal grape feeder? Hit your girl up. I ain't got no money right now, but eventually in due time I will. So right. yes, Fayetteville. Um, was was the city that I mainly, you know, for the next 10 years I lived. And then, you know, okay. eventually I left there and I started living in the hood. And honey, I still live in the hood right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. All right, well, so the reason why, because when I saw that, I, that's the first time I ever heard of that city this year. And mm-hmm. the first time I heard about it was, and, I, and I'm gonna ask you if you if you know about it about the employer that worked for an auto shop that paid his last employee in like ninety one thousand pennies. It just straight up dropped it on his um on his uh his driveway and it was all oiled and all that stuff. So this dude had to get his last paycheck with the with a, a letter said F you on it. So I so that's the only time I ever heard about Fayetteville, Georgia. Just I didn't know if you heard about this story. Um, this how long ago was this? Um, I want to say either March, February or March. Uh, yeah, I'm in a whole nother county. And I think because like, mm-hmm. I did not hear about it. I just know like after leaving high school mm-hmm. and leaving that county, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to erase a lot of stuff what goes on in my mind. But yeah, I didn't hear yeah. about that. But uh, whoever that person is, they deserve uh, for me to open up a can of whoop on them. I'll do that. <laughs> the per- I seem like this person is probably a little bit older. They probably got a cane. So, you know, they can probably attack them with the cane. But uh, it ain't going to do much damage. That's all I say about that. You I know, shout, you. shout out to all the people out there who really ain't nothing wrong with them. Ain't nothing ha- handicapped. They just want that sticker. Let me tell you a quick little story. Two okay. minutes or less. Literally oh, two go, minutes go, less. Go ahead. So I work at Hartsfield Jackson, Atlanta. Concourse B is in Boy Bravo uh zero nine i'm at a kiosk okay, okay. um there friday saturday oh my gosh i gotta go back to work in a couple days i'm there friday saturday and sunday <laughs> late morning to early evening come see me leave me a tip i'm not talking about your penis i'm talking about pocket change so right. let me tell you what happened this one particular day this woman comes up to my kiosk she had her cane mm-hmm. and while she was paying um yeah i said you want me to hold your cane for you while you go ahead and uh pay she's like yeah so she pays and I have her cane and she walks off with the cane. And I'm like, just straight up just walked off. Anybody seeing this? I wish I could have recorded it. But like 15 <laughs> seconds later, I said, hey, you dropped her. I was like, oh, okay, my bad. Then she tried to have a limp on her way back. <laughs> hey, hmm, she finessing, no. okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like now mind you, these airport cameras are, are good, okay? Someone should have recorded that, or it's probably recorded, and send it off to whoever to, to I don't know who the right. people are, okay? Like, that. I'm just saying, man, school crap. <laughs> or hey, when you go to, like I went to uh, earlier today, I went to a uh, botanical garden okay there were like 30 um handicapped spaces in the front i'm like bro for what these people don't walk okay ain't nothing wrong with them <laughs> oh, Sam, can we can we can we ban people who are overweight for no reason they want to file disability you knew by the time you hit 250 it was time to slow down you know 
I feel the same way about you because I, I want to say that I have this thing where like if I'm at a grocery store, why does the bigger people get the carts just so they don't have to walk? I don't know. I mean, that that was off subject. It just made me think how I just thought about this time. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you know, I'm just saying. All right. Well, how did you get your start in comedy? <laughs> ah, I wish y'all better start voting me for president because I'm about to ban a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. How did I get started? Well, you know, I had to go through a series of unfortunate events trying to figure out exactly what yeah. was it that I really want to be in life. One of the things I said, uh, this wasn't number one, but it was, uh, you know, most two different things. So one of the things I said I wanted to be was a worker at somebody's booty club, right? And then I realized I got two left feet. I was going to be the first stripper in history bringing home pocket change. You would have thought I was working for a nonprofit organization. I mean, come on now. Who doesn't want to bring home up to $100,000 a year or more? I mean, that includes the VIP room. All right, you didn't hear that from me. Who doesn't want to, to have free drugs every day? You know, hey, you don't have to go to nobody in the corner no more. It's just there. Who doesn't want to be partying with the stars and have men degrade you? Come on now. It comes with it, okay? Who doesn't want that? I can take, you know what? Out of all the times I've been like degraded by men when I look like a Muslim, okay? Um, uh, shout out to all the, uh, all, the, all the Muslims out there eating pork. I see back to the story. <laughs> You ever, you ever talk to somebody and uh, they tell you what their religion is and you're like, I would have never known you were that by the, their actions and things. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's real life, yes. Yeah, so no, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I said, man, all the times I've been degraded by men, I could at least got paid for it. Back to the story. So one of the next things I said was I wanted to be a teacher. And then it wasn't until I realized you can't mollywop folks. Uh, then I would have been fired, not day one hour, number one. These kids think that they grown, man. Like, I remember one time, this was about a year and some change back. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you. I've had people say, you know, you can tell I'm young, but I don't look like no teen. Like I, I you can, I don't look like nobody in middle school. Okay, okay. I probably, I, you know, you can tell I'm young. Okay, yeah. So, so the fact of the matter is, I'm walking to my like in my in my little hood apartment complex. I'm walking to the um to the leasing office, and this girl, she had to be the oldest out the bus. She's just going off the handle, using a bunch of profanity, uh-huh. and I'm looking around like, do they not see me? I look older, like, what's wrong with you, right? But, uh, well, you know, but I remember when I was a child, everybody got cursed out. But I also remember it was a skill to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. When you walked up in that house. Nowadays, these kids cursing with their parents, twerking with their parents, <laughs> got the gold in their mouth. Wait, wait, the parents have the gold. The kids have that, uh, that aluminum foil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got you, you. I feel like, did you have aluminum foil in your mouth or you didn't have that? I no, I didn't do the aluminum foil, but I did do um, the gum wrapper. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that was that was you my. Way. Some, do you have throwback pictures? That, of I that? don't. I don't. I think it's just it just happened because you know uh, what's that one gum juicy fruit? Not not juicy fruit. Um. Well, no, no. I think juicy fruit had it. Yeah, the the silver one. But this is a time where, because I'm a well born in '89, but really a '90s baby. So mm-hmm. really it was just a tooth. You didn't really see the grills like that till later on. Mm-hmm. But still, I did the whole thing with the Juicy Fruit gum wrapper. So yeah. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you sing Juicy Fruit while I had that Juicy Fruit in your mouth? The, you the know, I didn't know about that song until, well, first of all, I heard the Biggie version first. But then later on, <laughs> and then I knew what it, what it was until, you know, somebody had to break it down for me. I'm like, what? 
concept songs were better back in the day when everybody was on drugs and then you didn't know what they was talking about. So <laughs> you know what? I need to go listen to that song because it's one of those things where you don't realize like what a message was until you get older. You're like, oh my goodness, I had no business singing this type of thing. But yeah, so I wanted to be a, a dancer. I wanted to uh-huh. go ahead and be a, a teacher. Then mm-hmm. I said I want to be a WWE diva, you know, just so I can get in the ring with John Cena. Ooh. And then I realized like, you know, because I had jungle fever at an early age. I saw <laughs> be together. You know, it was him, Batista, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, child, choo-choo, for real. Back to the story. So, you know, I was going to get up in that ring, but the thing is, like, they want women to be, like, 130 or 40 pounds. I'm, like, a whole 175, right? I got a whole wagon back here. I can't, I cannot, you know, shrink if I want to. Back to the story. And then those uh, wrestling moves, they hurt. Those submission moves, they hurt. You know, you're you going to have to keep saying no homo and slapping being gay on your body all day long. Uh, anyway, back to the store. I got I got a gay joke for you. How are you gay and can't dress? What the hell were you doing in the closet the entire time? Damn. That, that. <laughs> back to the store. So, yeah, I'm going to be and, uh, you know, it's like those, those are just a few different, you know, things I wanted to be in life, you know, amongst others. Understood. And I hear, and, and, you know, comedy, I don't have to try hard. I just, you know, I'm just funny. I got you. I got you. So for being a comedian, how does uh, your social media work? Like, um, and, do, and do you do stand-up as well? Um. Okay, so let me answer the last question. My ADHD kicks in, so sometimes it puts in <laughs> questions to answer whichever order. So stand up. I do stand up is just you having a conversation. You welcome like how you well you introduce me, welcome me like to your platform, to the stage or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here just talking or whatever. But I, sometimes I get on people's podcasts and do stand up. Um, mm-hmm. But I will have an actual show. Um, it will be through Zoom. This guy named Joe Boss Radio. Okay. And I promoted it the other day. It'll be uh, Friday, June 18th at 9 p.m. So if you guys... Um, this past your bedtime around that time. I don't know what you got to do. Stay up, but make sure you stay up and see me. I, I think it's like, I don't know how much tickets are, $15, $20. It's, it's a dub. You know, if you can go pay to go buy some trash weed, pay to see me. Okay, I'm not trash and give me long-lasting effect. Back to the story. Um. Anyway, so yeah, as far as like actual stand-up, stand-up, I haven't actually done that, but like I, I perform at kickbacks. I perform at, you know, wherever, at the store, at, at work. Okay. Okay. But hey, if it works, it works. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's it. That's it. Now, do you have um do you have anybody that you want to collaborate with? Because I know you have a podcast of your own. So either doing a podcast or just open up for a show if you if you do anything like that. I I'm up to anybody. You have a lot of underground raw talent. You know, you have like sometimes people who are on my podcast, I don't realize how funny they are until like I start talking to them like, bro, get on my freaking podcast. Like my podcast is like, you know, with with underground comedians featuring me, the the head honcho. These are my children. Okay. You know, stuff (laughs) like that. So no, I mean, I'm welcome to anybody, whoever I can interview out there. It does not matter. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Now, is it, um, is it harder for women to really break out in comedy? Cause I know like, you know, well, actually I don't know in a way of like for comedians, cause this when you be the first comedian I have on my show, but is it harder for women to really break out and, you know, just, you know, not have to go through a whole lot of barriers? 
like James Brown once said, this is a man's world. You mm. don't know what that means till you get older. So yes, it, it, it is because they want you to, they, these men degrade you. These, these, you know, they want you to pay your way into fame. They want you to, you know, do stuff that, that basically, you know, lose your morals, self-respect and value. One of my favorite scriptures it says, what is the profit of man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? Mm. And I and I had a conversation with God and I said, God, if you if you're able to promote me, um I will not lose sight of of you know the vision that you've yeah. given me. I will not sell out. I don't I will I I I'm not that's that's not who I am. I don't I don't have because you know what I, I look at it like this. All right. You might do something like, okay, I'm going I'm to give you the, the Reverend uh, Bishop Percy Miller, a.k.a. Master P. He once said, you know what? Master P is like black history for real. He done did everything. He's, he is like, he's literally like created everything like in the 90s and he still don't get the credit he deserved. Like, come on now. His man is literally all black for us. Like, come on. He, you know, and I seen him uh, in the airport one day. He was with two other guys. I was about to yell about it, about it, but uh, he was on the phone. Oh, uh, so I think that about it, about it would, you know, not it would have gone through one ear and out the other. But Master P once said, "Never make a decision when you're desperate." And the thing is, there are times where I've made decisions where because I was desperate, and I, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to be <clears throat> well known, not famous. I would love to be well known oh. now, but. It, again, it's all in God's timing. You know, it's a reason. It's a reason why when I turned eighteen, I did not have my first house. It, it's a reason why because yeah. that would have been a hotel. Nobody would have left. That <laughs> feel you. That feel you. Don't don't matter how sad somebody's story is. Don't you let them live with you? Okay. <laughs> so that's that's the truth. Now that's the truth. Well, I didn't have people. I didn't have people who. Um, like who I, you know, I used to, I would couch surf a lot. I'm still having couch surfing. See, I'm trying to get out so I won't be couch surfing no more. But I would couch surf a lot, right? Uh-huh. And, but no, 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 no. No, I think right now I'm stable. I, I'm stable right now. But I, be, I do be migrating like homeless people, honey. But I remember there was a time when I was couch surfing this one particular time. It was like eight people in one house. And I'm like, bro, like, I got to get up out of here. I've got to get up out of here. I got you. I got you. Now, have you ever had, um, like, say on, you know, on your Instagram or anything in, just in general, have you ever had a joke where someone hit you up and thought that it was offensive to them and wouldn't you like to apologize? I don't apologize. I just I that's that's what they always wanted to know because I'm thinking like because really like comedians are the voice of the voiceless. We may say something where you know like if we, we think it in, we just say it out loud, but y'all have like and that's what we went through our respect for, but I always wanted to know just behind the scenes that if anybody ever went through a situation like that and just was like, you know, well, I said it, it came out of my mouth. I said I'll tell it. you the joke I said. I said this was on Facebook where it was two jokes, mm-hmm. but I'll give you the, the first one. You know, only thing I said was dating a skinny girl is all fun and games until you hit 90 on the freeway and she flies out the window like a paper napkin. And one skinny girl who I who I knew, oh, keyword past tense. Uh, she she she's she's batshit crazy. And so 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I say a bunch of names on my podcast, so I'm not going to say it on your podcast. Oh. This girl, crazy girl, crazy girl. So we're, no, we're going to call her Batwoman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Batwoman. So Batwoman, first off, she wasn't all the way there. I, oh. I kept trying to figure out, she kept, she claimed she was a virgin, right? You can't be a virgin, but how are you a virgin and you got like a new boyfriend every two months? Like, what mm. are you doing? Or are they trying you? They realize you're not, you're not worth it. Man, I couldn't get her, man. You try, yeah, I'm gonna get her this time. Maybe that's probably what it was, you know? Probably, probably. Um, but, but, but that woman had got on my post said, take this post down. It's not funny. And I'm like, I said, you know what? Jokes on you. Like, no, 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 no. No, that's not what I said. I said, today your first day on the internet. When she wrote that to me, I'm like, it's today your first day on the internet. And then I eventually said some of my jokes on you. She's like, you know what? You're blocked. If you don't block someone, just block them. Don't tell them that you blocked me. Right. Like, just like Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm unfollowing you. Okay, you're still lame. Um, But the joke <laughs> I really got fried for, the joke I really got fried for, I said, transgender women aren't women. Let's call them X Men. That was pretty clever. I don't even know where to go with that. That's that. <laughs> so everybody starts trying to bully me on cyberbullying, and I said, "What bathroom you want me to meet you at?" Oh. Like, like to me, that that type. But no, over since then, I've had more transgender jokes. And mind you, I love the LGBT LMNO community. Okay, I love right. them. They're 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 depending on you know if I see you know a jiggly butt in my face, hey, I might be a part of it. Okay, you know, just <laughs> let me ask you something. You ever seen like an ass so big you just want to stick your face in it? Well, I'll say when I'm when I'm younger. I'm married now, so I. I in, keyword, in, oh yeah, keywords past tense, past tense. Yeah, past tense. <laughs> Now, because I have a lot of family in, in Atlanta and everything, so when you go to Atlanta, it's like the whole thing, like, you have to, it's like a butt Silicon Valley. So, of course, I probably had thought that, you know. Oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't act up on it with about 20 women? You said what? You didn't act up on it with, like, 20 different women? Nah, I can't say that. Nah. I, I, not even like I can't say. I really can't say because it, it ain't been. You know what? Well, guess what? I'm still young. I'm not married. I'm still for the streets. Let me go ahead and do it. All right. <laughs> Dude. So uh, who was your influences growing up? Well, I'll give you my top five now because they change over time, especially okay. especially when like I don't like being a bandwagoner for okay. people who really aren't talented. So my top five, um, excluding Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle and Richard Pryor, even though Kevin Hart's not funny to me, when you start wearing a dress, you already sold out. So we have uh, Arnaz J. Okay. Chris Rock, Cedric, Steve, and Carlos Miller from the 85 South Sheldon Wild and Out. Yo, yo, Carlos Miller is mad funny. I like him, you know, and I like that show that, you know, they do the, the podcast and everything like that. So I, that's a, that's a, a unique top five for that. I like that. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I know, uh, I always wanted to know how does, uh, comedians get their material? Did it comes from like personal experiences or just the idea that just pops up? idea that pops up personal experiences I, I don't my mom always told me to think before I speak and I never did so I said what comes to my mind that's why I tell people watch my IG stories man freaking hilarious freaking hilarious I'm always you gotta have a camera follow me all year long because it, it's, it's it's gold it's amazing right 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 I got you okay all right amazing. so 
last one, and this is normally I'll ask this for like anybody that's really just got something going on with, you know, with, uh, with whatever they're doing, if it's music or just whatever. And I want to always make it unique only because of the fact that you never really hear this question, but what do you see yourself in two years instead of like just five or 10? Two years. Um, graduating with my next degree. Okay. Because okay. I'm trying to be a PhD, get my PhD. So you can right. call me Dr. Crump, no longer Kendra. I, get my I, PhD I, in child psychology so you can send me your baby's kid. But your kid, don't listen. I'm going to send them back to you. Go find somebody else. Because <laughs> um, I hate when people just come to, the, to a, a counselor and they keep on like going over the same thing. It's like, you know for a fact that he's not meant to be with you. <laughs> You know this? I, people know the answer to their own questions. They just want somebody to agree with them, even if they're wrong. Um, I, I plan on having a verified check mark. I, I like that. I like that. And just continuing to just allowing God to use me as a vessel okay. for his people. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. Well, Kendra, go ahead and plug your social so everybody can you know find you and follow you and everything in between and, and and shout out to you for not trying to do a two-hour podcast man <laughs> i hope your credit score goes up to 850 i'm serious <laughs> i hope you get a plus plus poon tonight and for the rest of the year yeah i know it probably i hope it's a plus 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 it's better than 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 hey man this is better than we first started i know <laughs> anyway so my instagram is the kindergarten show the is in the T-H-E-K-Y-N as in Nancy, D-R-A-C-R-U, M as in Mary P's and Paul Show. Not with no money sign. I'm not trying to be no ASAP Rocky. That's H-O-W. I'm like, bro, why? that's so fifth grade. Um, my YouTube is Kendra Crump. My um, own podcast is The Kendra Crump Show. And y'all keep supporting my man right here, man. He he is he, He's doing it. A young black entrepreneur Negro out there trying to make it in life. He 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 uh, gives the crackheads some some you know food and water. He watches over them. He 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 beats the squirrels up for jumping on his invisible cats. I mean, he is doing it, man. He's doing it. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> all right, y'all. So we'll get back to it. But thank you once again, Kendra. Thank you all. you once again to Kendra Crump for the great conversation that we had. Uh, I enjoy doing any type of interviews and conversations with people who um, who are out there doing something or it just, you know, hey, it's just great for the it's great for the podcast and everything like that. So shout out to her once again. Everyone should know this part of the show is two for Tuesdays and artists out there. If you are, you know, wanting to put out some music and put it on the podcast, you know where to hit me at, accesscodepod at gmail.com. And so for this week's episode, I was thinking, because I talked to someone who's in Georgia, and what better group than the best group that ever came out of Atlanta and one of the best groups to ever do it, one of the best duos, you know, outcasts. If you have any other answers from Atlanta, not even just like male groups, female groups, just groups in general. If you could tell me a better one that came out of Atlanta, I'll, uh, I'll raise you one. But Outkast, Rosa Parks, let's do it. Who's that dude? Say it by the 
y'all thought we was amps and we're taking another route to represent the dungeon family like Ray Day. Me and my nigga decided to take the back way. We stabbing every city, then we headed to that back cave. ATL, Georgia, what do we do for ya? Bulldog and hoes like them Georgetown hoggers. Boy, you signed the silly thing, my promise sitting pretty. Doing donuts, why you suckers like them suckers on Ron Titties? Damn, we the committee, gon' burn it down. But us gon' bust you in the mouth with the chorus now, say Anyway, but anyhow, went and died, went on out and bought it, cause I thought it would be jamming, but examine all the flaws, get lost, get awfully, sand and it's costly, but that's all shit, wrote, and I hope I never have to float in that boat, up shit's creek, it's sweet, it's the last quote that I wanna hear when I'm going down, when all said and done, and we got a new Joe in town, when the record player get the skipping and slowing down, all y'all can say is them niggas earn their crown, but until then... thought that you know the, those two guys was just gonna be up and be bigger than what they were you know i i miss i miss outcast i really want them to do at least one more project at least announce it you know i, I like their solo work i will i like big boys everybody you know what one of these days i'm gonna talk about how people don't give big boy the credit that he truly deserves in this game 
Okay. It ain't it wasn't just a one man group. It was both parties and the whole dungeon family that contribute to that whole thing. So I gotta put that up right now, but I need at least one more outcast album before it's all over with. Also, with that being said, from the interview that I had earlier with Kendra, we had uh, brought up about Master P. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a Master P song on here. I'm going to pull out one of my favorite ones. Uh, one that's really kind of like low-key underrated after the success that he... Did I say success? Success. I had an issue saying that word back a long time ago. We ain't talking about that right now. But we're going to talk about Master P. Mr. Ice Cream Man is one of my favorite songs from him. So we're going to take it back to, to 96. Mr. Ice Cream Man, Mr. Ice Cream Man. 
owes me cash. I got to go to the grind and get mine. Who's be trying to check it, wreck it, but it's about that time. So who owe me? Pay me now, don't pay me later. Crooked alligators trying to scheme off the top, but they be like player haters. I got some two for three, four for five. Got them rock but killers. I got two for three, four for fives on Max and Glocks. You can come and check my grip. You can come and check this. But I'm on them triple golden the nine Skrilla Lexus Master P in the 500 SEL with a triple beam You scream, I scream with them fiends screaming for ice cream Before you jump in the game uh. Let's get one thing understood If you're selling an ice cream You got to make sure it's good Yo, concept songs back in the day when when they would just take like some type of cool thing, but then references into drugs. That's like the coolest thing they ever could do, for real. Ice cream man, you know that was dope. But anyway, y'all, everyone should know by now. I have some special lined up for the very next episode. I don't want to give out too many details. Just gotta tune into next week to what I'm talking about. With that being said, everybody out there, please follow me. Access code pod on instagram on twitter whatever you know just hit your boy up on the email for questions if you have a for the show uh artists out there two for twosies hit me up access code pod at gmail.com y'all know what to do until the next episode y'all love you guys